0: from Vesuvius Podcast. That's Ralph Pizarro of Culture Napoli Club. Just rant about Napoli. We'll just, um,
1: let's just go for it.
0: We're going to rant. We're going to match report. We're going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about topics. You we'll leave comments and we'll read your comments out, questions. All right, quick stats. Yes, throw the stats up there. On to nice little segment that we're going to call The Beast of the Match. The Who is beasting it for the Napoli team? Let's see. But follow us on Facebook. Rafael Arrispo, Ralph Pizarro, Twitter at RafaNapoli83. That's me um, cnc
1: usa 26
0: i want some feedback to the show what do you guys want to see what do you want to see yeah. left of this is just going to be a show for you guys too i want a lot of comments we want to rant
1: about something let us know if you want us to
0: rant and, about and something i promise but you we're not going to agree on everything all the time we won't we're going we to killing each other every now and
1: then come and rant this is what it's for we want to give you a space to let loose so you can do it here
0: well that's going to do it ralph you know were we boring yes. enough to you i don't know i think we were great uh let's get to it Maron, Luca,
2: ma aiuti Giù tu!
1: And Ben Minuti, fellas and bellas all over the world, welcome to another episode of the Raf and Raf Rant. I am Raf Biz, joined by my co host, the vicar of Vesuvius, Rafa Rispo, along with our amazing panel, the four, well, three horsemen to join us, making four kind of horsemen or five, or get 4.5. We got (laughs) Adriano from. From uh from the Cacho guys, we got our boy Alex Dono from the Cacho Connection, and of course, Cliff, our favorite you and Dino from the all U of A cast. Welcome, gentlemen. So good to have you here. How are you? Well, yeah, big thank, you thank, thank you guys. Thank you
0: for coming in. Thank cool. you. And thank
3: you for you.
1: having us. Ah, uh, guys, great to see you here. And hello to everybody on the chat. Let's get this rant on the road and big shout out to everybody on the audio listeners from Far From Vesuvius, guys. The season it's over. It's I mean, it's what over, a man. season. It's over. I I I don't know how to feel. It it was such a. We said it was gonna. Well, we said here that it was gonna come down to the last match, and it did. Adriano, I guess formally we will we will formally wish you a congratulations here on the Rafa Raff yes. and Yes, yes. Congrats. Milan, Milan, being the 2021-2022 steady. How does it feel, man? Did you party? Did you celebrate? Like how how how? how Tell us
0: nah, how's your day yesterday?
2: you know what I told you off air, guys. Uh, you know, if it was you asked me this yesterday, I don't think I had much of a voice. So I'm slowly recuperating <laughs> the voice today. Uh, it feels good to be able to talk normal, somewhat decent, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, but yeah, listen. Uh, I was. Uh, I'm a proud New uncle Montreal member. I got the cap on tonight, like I usually do. Mm-hmm. Try to rep uh, Try to wrap uh, my club here in Montreal. Um, yeah, man, we were all at the bar, uh, Bar Chocharo in, in the East End of Montreal here in the city. Okay. Uh, just a bunch of us, you know, 100 plus people in the bar. You know, when you're part of a, a fan club in the city, uh, sure. big games like this, yeah, you know, we usually get a good turnout. So it's probably been the biggest, one of the bigger turnouts I've seen since joining the right. club. And uh, being all together in the, at the cafe, at the bar, you know, all just all being all together and just celebrating, cheering, chanting, um, you know, just uh you know winning obviously it feels obviously win, right but,
1: um, winning but yeah
2: just just <laughs> exactly right so just uh just focusing on the task at hand and being all together with people that share the same passion as you and sure. uh, breed for and and live for the colors nice. uh, uh, that we do being all together like I said is uh, was the biggest joy and uh nice. to come out like I said victorious was uh was obviously the Triyanta
1: No I, I absolutely and and even the the turnout at what was it? Casa de Milan. Or something in, 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 in Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Was today is, was the oh, parade. It was, it was the it was it was huge. Packed. It was it was big. Packed. Yeah. Packed. Jeez, man. Wow. It must have been real what eleven years now you kind of been waiting for this moment again. So I'm sure the That's fans uh, would have been real happy. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're gonna if Napoli wins, we'll just break Campania because we've been winning for over 30 <laughs> oh.
0: Campania We'll just break I can't, even, I can't even imagine <laughs> I can not even imagine what's to gonna happen. Yeah. Vesuvius happens, will explode. I can't even it will explode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it will. It will. We'll make, make it explode.
1: Right. Like I will might have to exist. call out sick to the to the Monday episode after that Sunday. Uh, uh, but uh, Alex, man, Alex, I, I, you know what they say about second place. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not gonna do it. I'm not oh. we're friends, and, and I like
3: you. I'm not angry. gonna do
1: it. I'm not gonna. <laughs>
3: he's saying you're the first loser Alex that's what he's saying if you're not first you're last right
1: not first you're last
3: thank you Bobby baby I'm
0: sorry
1: but I mean you we were talking a little bit about backstage though right and you 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 had said that you know as far as for all the out there you had said that you've kind you were it was like inevitable maybe that last day you were kind of you've like you've already accepted it right I mean can you tell us a little bit about that, real quick? Yeah, and there, there
4: was no like explosion of grief yesterday. Uh mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I was I was kind of upset I, I, when I was watching the Inter match uh, where they won comfortably, and you know, I, I was checking the Milan score on my phone, and there wasn't a whole lot of suspense. One nil, two nil, like so. Really, I, knew, I knew pretty yeah. early. I knew pretty early the Scudetto wasn't happening. And I headed into the final match day with a pretty good idea. Screw that, though, for Inter is not happening. It okay. was a very slow burn, right? It was... Um, right, right. If we, if we had entered into a situation, you know, final week, like in Milan's shoes, where Vinter controlled their own destiny and then, you know, they, they didn't... Right. They drop points, didn't win, and Milan overtook. That would have been a lot more painful just on the final match day, but... Like, to me, it really goes back to, for the past few weeks, ever since, you know, Inter blew that match against Bologna, that makeup right. match, um, I knew it was going to be steep uphill climb. And then since that match, Inter and Milan didn't drop any points. Like, they, you know, and, and Milan were just, um, you know, there are a ton of factors as to why Milan won the Scudetto and not Inter. But I think a big one is just the overall consistency. Obviously, Milan mm. just had a little bit more of that, uh, from January on, than Inter did. So no, it wasn't. My my grief has been like slowly spread over
1: the past. Oh right, right, over. right, 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 right. You got to kind of got to absorb it slowly but surely. Uh, Cliff, uh, Juve, fourth place. I mean, listen, you guys, you guys win all the time. I don't feel bad for you. You get you, you're coming off nine straight. Yeah. Uh I know. Last season, you know, it was like it was a battle, Napoli, Juve, and again to the last game, you end up taking the fourth. This time, you know, I guess we got our Copa de la Juve Merda. We finished above you. It was a little (laughs) consolation prize. But no, but you You no, no, own it.
3: I'm going to own it. You know, we're we're not great this year. But you know what? You know, what's amazing for the bright spot that I want to take is that we weren't good. We were really bad and Uh we still got fourth. I think that's the silver lining that even in a really bad season, I think fourth is respectable considering how many issues we had in the team, how many issues we had with, um, Allegri, I see V in the chat saying Kulisevsky's greater than Chiesa. Stop that. Stop that Mm -hmm. right now. Oh, come. Oh, come (laughs) at you. Don't you dare say that. Um, But yeah, I mean, this team was just really discombobulated throughout the year. A lot of issues. Obviously, the Dybala saga is now seemingly Mm -hmm. over with him potentially going to this man's team. Mm -hmm. We won't talk about that, hopefully, in this show. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, you guys definitely you have you have uh, gloating rights this year. You could definitely have bragging rights. That you can say you got above us, I'll and I'll, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take, take Nantes Scudetti. I'll take Nantes in a row. Right. It's okay if that's we that's have something. bad seasons, like, right? It's
1: like you're you're allowed to have a couple bad seasons. But did, was there any point? I mean, because they look, after after January, mm-hmm. Juve went kind of on his run. Was there any point that before that you thought, man, are you going to finish out of out of out of? out of the top four. I mean, w- was that any concern to you at all?
3: Um, beginning at of the point. season, um, when we were like bottom of the table, that was mm-hmm. obviously concern. I'd be, I'd be lying if I said I had full faith that we we're going to make top four. There was, there was obviously doubt. I think if any team is that, um, mm-hmm. that far into the season and they're like that low in the table, there was a ton of concern. I had faith that we could bring it back to a respectable position. I think fourth res- is respectable considering how bad we were, right. um, but there was obviously worry um, as there would be with any team. But, We'll take it. We'll take UCL. We're we're still building. We're getting back to what we once were. There's been a lot of turnover, as we know. It's a new season. Every year we have a new coach. So it is what it is.
1: Rafa, I'm. I will designate. Well, obviously, you you'll be our Napoli representative here, so I'll ask some of the questions. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, Rafa. No, but hey, uh, thanks, yeah. thanks, thanks, buddy. Uh, we I saw you last <laughs> night. Uh, with, with, with Frank and the boys on the uh the Milan week. Cliff, right?
0: Cliff was with me too. Cliff was Cliff with was me, the, too. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. We had fun. Uh, yeah, it was good.
1: La, good time. Little, so little.
0: little li- yeah, a little, a little per- disappointed that a Napoli player didn't make the, the Serie A sit-down start, starting 11. Um, uh, I guess before you ask me anything, Ralph, I'll Go just on. say that uh, for for, for, no- for Napoli to have been expected to finish outside of top four this year by a lot of people. I mean, I think the smarter Calcio fans and Calcio people out there kind of had an idea that Spalletti would get him, get Napoli back into the Champions League. But there yeah. were a lot of people out there that didn't have a lot of, uh, you know, regard for Napoli this season for them to have, you know, not only got themselves into a Champions League spot comfortably, but also run, uh, make a run for the Scudetto with, you know, you know, with four, four weeks left in the season. Still, um, uh, I feel like, you know, on, on a, on a, a proper, you know, and I'm not discrediting the city asset down top 11. Uh, but but to make a proper uh, team of the season, there's got to be one or two Napoli players, either from the, the midfield or, or on defense, you know. Um, um, football Italia had Di Lorenzo, right? Football, football I think Italia Di Lorenzo should have made right back. You know, I think Di Lorenzo should have made right back. Uh, we gave it, uh, uh, well, we, uh, you know, the collection of us uh, gave it to uh, Dumfries. Um, for Inter but I think Di lorenzo definitely definitely I mean you could see when Di Lorenzo went out with an injury uh you know Napoli capitulated and essentially lost to scudetto in my in my opinion in in that week I know we did a uh, poll on Twitter where right. uh, we asked where Napoli lost the scudetto this season um, and a lot of the folks uh said in December when we had that you know disaster run in December but you know I don't believe that I think we're still in it you know, at that point in time. And, um, uh, you know, without Di Lorenzo, we lost a Scudetto and that's just the way it is, you know, and, but, you know, listen, great season, uh, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in the Scudetto, um, uh, you know, failure, but at the same time, I'm very happy with the outcome of the season, Ralph. And, uh, you know, if you mm. have a specific question for me, I'll answer it, but that was mm. what I wanted to kind of start with, you know, um, no, I
3: think, uh, I think,
1: I think we've been doing this so long, you and I Rafa, that you, you read my uh you read my sure. mind there, okay. that's to what's at. yes, like-
3: Clifford. I have a question. Does Mario Ri yes, walk into this top eleven of the season? Is V what Ooh. is he on right now? <laughs> I tell you, had like an Mario- amazing
0: season. Listen, yeah, dude, Ralph, why don't you take that? <laughs>
1: Uh what do you this think this may be an ongoing joke, I think, but <laughs> I That's love Mary. Uri. Is he a top eleven in the league? I don't think so, but he's a good player that makes
0: a bench. I think he, he makes the bench. Yeah. Though. I mean, He's left left back. You can't, give it to <laughs> yeah. you can't give it to Myri. You can't give it to Myri. Left yeah. back belongs to Taylor Hernandez. He's one of the best players of the, of the season. Period. You know you, you know as as good as Myri was, and as 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 uh, as much good as he did defensively for us this season. Um, you know, even had six assists. You know, um, uh, you can't deny that Taylor <laughs> Hernandez was just a freaking
3: you know, masterpiece he's a pain in the ass. In he really is a pest. Who? Um, Mario Rui. He's a pest. That's why, oh, that's sure. why I think a lot of people hate him. Cause he's so annoying to play against. I don't think he's the best left back, but he's a guy who will just get you pissed off and force you to make yeah. a mistake and like get yeah. a yellow card.
1: Right. He has a big work. Well, I'll tell too. you, he's
0: going to he, Yeah. He's going to give you 110%. That's, yeah. that's, you know what you can ask for from anyone right. you know
1: yeah napoli dons in general just they want to see you sweat you know whether you're great or average or whatever they just want to see you sweat but i like this question here i'm going to ask you uh um. i don't know when do you think milan won the scudetto i mean i guess some can say the last day i don't know but what do you feel like <laughs> like when was bad. your confidence like galvanized you know like uh, I
2: saw this question from Scala. I, I, I was hoping you'd bring it back up, bro. but yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's a not a good question, but you know, listen, I think, um, again, we were speaking a bit about off air, you know, I think this has been mm-hmm. said probably on other podcasts as well. Um, for me, it was it, I mean, besides what the result ended up being, I think just finding out what played out, uh, when Inter finally made up that game, like it was mm-hmm. always. You know, yes, but, yes, but, yes, but. There was always a but. Like, yeah, Milan's right, here, but Inter still has that game in hand. Napoli's in the yeah. mix, yes, but, you know, Inter has that game in hand. And that was going on and on and on for, you know, pretty much a right. good length of the season, right? So um, I think, I mean, granted the result obviously, you know, paid dividends in the end, but um, it was, uh, I think it was up until that point. But again, the after that point, it wasn't, for me, it was never secure just because, to have lost that game um you know there was a lot of tough games right. ahead uh many people want to say you know uh milan had the harder schedule down the stretch again it's it's all played on the pitch and you know we can, we can sit here and say oh yeah but you know milan played this team that team and he played you know employee and teams of that nature but um at the end of the day you know the ball is round uh at the final business mm-hmm. end of the season uh anything can happen and um but when i felt the most uh i guess yeah like right like like scala was saying like when did we like win the scudetto probably further down the after that game uh you know the mm-hmm. the game against verona was huge um you know the, the the Lazio, uh you know the Lazio performance as well um you know uh the Fiorentina game Like these last few games were just like crucial one after the other and just seeing how milan really uh gutted it out you know if they came from behind if they scored a late goal if they uh, you know got a result which they did uh mm. down the stretch uh, it was huge so i think those accumulating factors was really when we you know um i guess you can say Porunco won the school but again it wasn't one till the last match day and uh the game against us on sunday uh or yesterday sorry was 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 huge yeah. so um it's uh, for me it's not one point but um you know many points that uh kind of keep down to the stretch
1: mm. Uh, Alex, I'd like to ask, maybe just kind of—I I, want to kind of go around the panel um, and and maybe start with was there something different that you think Inter could have done? I know in the back room we said win, win. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's 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 you know if you sum it all up into one word, maybe. But you know, d- is there anything that you were like kind of unsatisfied with as far as Inter goes, the team that maybe? Had they adjusted it, maybe they could have came out with a win.
4: Yeah, a a couple couple big things for me. Um, Goalkeeping was an issue with both the starter and the backup. I mean, Handanovic had some truly excellent games and excellent moments. So I'm not going to say Handanovic is completely washed. Um, But I do think over the last couple of years, one area where you've seen big evidence of the just financial challenges that Inter's ownership have had Mm -hmm. is if they, if they had, you know, deeper pockets since the pandemic, I absolutely think they would have gone out and gotten a real second option or even a first option by now, a keeper to replace Handanovich, because Mm -hmm. he definitely left some saves on the field, 37 years old. He's not what he's used to be. Uh, I think I'll pass on that. (laughs) i pass on that. listen. (laughs) <laughs> so, so Handanovic, um, he had his issues. You can't expect him to be as consistent at his age as he was a few years back. And then we all saw what happened when Handanovic was injured and Radu started in that Bologna game. And I'll say, bottom line is, that goal that he gave up to lose the game, that one goal didn't end up making a difference because Milan still would have won the Scudetto. If Inter drew that Bologna game, Milan still would have won the Scudetto Obviously, that was one of the low points of the season. The
3: mm-hmm. entire
4: team should have played better because if Inter had actually won that game, not drawn or lost it, they would be hoisting the Scudetto right now, not Milan. So goalkeeping right. is very high on the list for me. Um, I also think that um, uh, just the drop-off from Lukaku to Dzeko, uh was also big time. And if you just look at Dzeko's stats you could say, oh, he had a really good season, but it's just too many downs, too many peaks and valleys for him. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, Lukaku the last couple of years was pretty consistently dominated against Serie A. And Lautaro also had a ton of valleys. And I think, you know, he clearly played off of the Lukaku partnership. He and Dzeko, every every night that they were on the pitch together, it was like they just met that night. Like it just, the chemistry just wasn't there. So I I thought a drop-off, uh, at the striker position and just too many inconsistencies at keeper were the big things. Like the, those are what I look at as like the big regrets. It's not really anything tactical. I know, I know, you know, people will poke fun at Inzaghi, Limone Inzaghi, the whole thing. I thought Inzaghi did a fine job, right? And it also, yeah, yeah. it wasn't Same. a trophyless season, right? I mean, Super Copa and Copa, right. it's not a Scudetto, but it, it counts for something. I thought, and, you know, being right there, final match day, I thought Inzaghi did a really good job. I don't put it on him. I really don't. Was he perfect? No. But I don't put it on
0: him. I think it was just a couple things with the roster.
1: Okay. Yeah, Fair
0: uh, Alex. Alex, uh, you know, looking at Inter's games, I mean, the one loss to Bologna, and before that, the last loss uh, in the league was in February to Sassuolo. You know, and uh, you know, a couple of draws against uh, uh, it was Fiorentina and uh, I believe Torino, Um, Genoa too. uh, Genoa too, a couple a draw against Genoa Genoa too. too. Um, um, But I mean, yeah, like like, Lautaro went cold, and I think that was a big factor in 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 Inter missing out on on the Scudetto this season. Um, Where did you know? at some point, you know, okay, we're not winning this Scudetto. Like, did you have a, a, a point in time where you were like, okay, this is Milan's to, to to lose? I can tell you, I can't
4: say exactly that I knew at this point Inter wouldn't win the Scudetto, but when I had really big doubts was in February, in the second Milan derby in the Serie a. Um, that, that yeah. was that was a turning point. Like, that was, was. a huge... Positive turning point for Milan, negative turning point for Inter. Like it wasn't just dropping that derby; it was the way that they dropped that derby. Because Inter in the first half played like a almost a perfect forty-five minutes of football, except they they played a good seventy minutes. They played a good seventy minutes. They looked so good in the first half, and then in the second half, Milan came alive. Giroud was clinical, scored a brace. I love how we get the Chahanolu curse. Honestly, Hakan had a pretty good season, man. I know, I know, I know he's like a meme. I know Milan Eastie despised the guy, and I, I understand why. And they're like, oh, this guy say even with Inter, suck. he he did have like a tough period. I think around like November and December, he wasn't very good. But overall, like I I can't really complain about Hakon. I thought he actually had a, a really good year in an Inter shirt. So it sucks for him. He leave, he leaves Milan and then Inter don't win and Milan do. So uh, the curse, whatever. But he was pretty good this year
1: you um cliff i want to kind of kick the question to you as well like as far as Juve's performance uh again maybe these past two seasons weren't up to par up to Juve's standards certainly not especially you know uh <clears throat> nine time in a row champions and all that so like what what was something that maybe you thought i know kids got injured um you again you 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 had a big winter market you know you you they you know like we tried to try to fix that but you know, is there, is there anything that you, like, wh- what do you see Juve struggling at right now that you think uh, you would hope to see improve in, in these next upcoming seasons?
3: So the first thing before I get into that, I was going to say, if you asked me the inter question, I was going to say the Derby, the second Derby okay. de la Maginia. So that's how you know that Alex knows ball. Um, <laughs> maybe I know ball because I'm copying him. I don't know. but um, <laughs> Go to, to Juventus. Um, you know, I think, honestly, Chiesa was a huge turning point. I think the second was McKenney going down because he okay. was such a firecracker in the midfield, so much grit, and just he brought an energy that nobody else had on the team. He brought like that Fino a la fine, the true Fino a la fine mentality that few of the players on the team this season actually had. And losing him was huge because we kind of lost that that like fight in the midfield. Like is not like a super high energy guy like McKenny. like McKenny will just, he's kind of like a Rui in the midfield. He's just that pass. He's always finding places to get headers on the ball, whether he makes them or not. He's always in the right positions. Um, so I think the obvious thing is midfield. I think the midfield needs improvement. We've heard the rumors that Pogba, um, there's a very good chance that he might land at Juve. Um, so I think that's a big improvement. If you add okay. him to Zakadia, um Locatelli and if you keep McKenny, I think that's a really good base and if you add one of the youth players like Amiretti, Fagioli Rovella and you bring them up I think this looks like a really well-rounded midfield and I think that's the position that's the biggest key for Juve because in the past they've always been reliant on a very very talented midfield obviously we know like likes right. of Marquisio Pogba Vidal and Pirlo in the early 2010s and then to a lesser extent when we had Pjanic um, later in the 2010s, um, he was a really great player to have. Um, I guess Matweedy a little bit at the beginning, and then Kedira. Um, but we've had a history of good midfielders. Um, so that's really where it all starts. I think Juve's, Allegri's Juve right now is very heavy on possession. You need to hold possession for this team to be successful. And without that midfield to hold up, you're going to lose possession like we have and give up late late goals to win games for other teams. Um, Vincenzo said, "Pasta fagioli, great mm. dish, great dish. So, I love it. Pasta. And I want Fajoli to come Pasta. up just so we have a guy named Beans on the team. Had <laughs> that for
4: lunch yesterday. I
3: love,
0: oh, I love it, I love it. I love
3: Pasta
4: fagiol, huh? Pasta makes a good one. That was Pasta. my lunch yesterday.
1: Nice. 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 Got to get that fiber in right now. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> then,
2: you're, then you're then you're in the bathroom all week. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> but it's worth it, though. It's worth it. It's worth it. It is, it worth, is worth it. 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 Yeah,
1: Rafa. So you know, I'll, I'll kick it to you, man. Like for phenopoly what you know, what what was something that you would have liked to see, maybe
0: um, a little bit better. Okay, maybe? um, the right, the right hand, the right-handed attack. Um, okay. I don't think it was, you know, uh, the wings in particular. But I'm gonna focus in on the right. Um, I was very upset <laughs> with uh, the play. What? What? What did I just miss? No, <laughs> uh, no, the <laughs> oh. to you and me. <laughs> Yo, Shkali, Listen, I'm in if you're in. song?
3: <laughs> I don't know what this is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. start it. Uh, there? Man.
0: Story. Oh, I don't know that song. I can't I say it. Marta. Marta. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Listen. All right. Oh, uh, <laughs> the- maybe <laughs> it'll happen. That's okay. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I mean, Politano and Lozano, if you take a look at their numbers, uh, last, last season, not this past season, but the season before the last season, okay. of Artuzzo, I mean, they combine for more goals than, um, uh, Callejon did in his last two Seasons with Napoli Um, Goals and assists so um, The the space Was very well covered for that season and This year they both went missing and In a big way so For me it was the right handed side um, And then it was maybe a little Bit of depth in the uh, Left back right back Position Um, Di Lorenzo played so Much and so hard for for so long that when he finally went down, Zanoli, who had a great debut against Atalanta, just kind of lost it against Fiorentina and um, Roma and Empoli. And it was just a real mess, you know? And then Zanoli ended up going down with, uh, you know, some sort of a sickness and he had to get replaced at halftime against Empoli with Malqui. Yeah. And Malqui was just an, ab- an abomination. And um, uh, so for me, it was that whole right side where. I think it needs a lot of work done. Um, and I I otherwise, I mean, you know, I mean you had you had Hen, you know, covering for that right side. You had you saw him on the right side a lot to to cross into like five foot nothing insignia Right, right. You know, if they were even there covering. But also, um also besides that, I, I was very disappointed with Zielinski's play this year. Mm-hmm. I, I really thought that he he was um, the mo- biggest disappointment of the season was Piotr Zelensky. After the season that he had um, with Gattuso, 10 goals, 10 assists, he really went missing. So um, those those two areas for me were, were where we needed a lot of help with.
1: Yeah. I, I, was, I was saying the same. I remember when Peter Scala was on here, he was like the, the key to this Napoli is going to be Zelensky. And, man, I think he was right. Uh, John Lucas no. says Zulu was not half the player he was last year. Certainly not
0: even not. a quarter of it. Not yeah. even a quarter of yeah. it. He yeah. something just went missing with him. And no. I don't know if it was COVID. Uh, you know, I, I don't think he pulled up with an injury. I think his biggest problem this year was COVID. And he was out for, for a while with it, you know, right. Right. Um, and just wasn't the same when he came back. So right. for me, you know, I think I think that's it. And then I would love to have re- replaced him with someone like. Uh, you know uh, berardi on the right you know what I mean um which I hope could happen for us in the off season but um, maybe I'd like to steal one of your guys's players like
1: Ooh. from
0: from the right hand side uh, all right and, and, well, and replace him replace him
1: well we're gonna you know what we're gonna get to that we're gonna have a bit we're gonna call it the missing piece but before we get to that I just want to know real quick guys I want to ask everybody's beast of the season. For your respective teams no matter the place win or lose i want to know who was your favorite player who or who stood out for you the most um and who you're looking forward to seeing next season i'm um i'll start with you adriano i'll start with the i'll start with ac milan who was your beast of the season man for for milan this year all year
2: yeah yeah well for me there's there's more than one i think uh it's it's sure. pretty obvious uh obvious candidates uh for milan finds and and I guess level headed, uh, Serie A fans as well. Uh, mm-hmm. it's gonna have to go to Mike manya uh, okay. Magic Mike, Fair. Iron Mike, whatever you want to name him, and uh, mm-hmm. and and Leal. Um, I think those are the, yeah. two, the two players that uh, you know, kept us in the game or won us mm-hmm. a game, uh, or you know, were able to uh, help uh, you know, win a game. Um, I think you know, uh, Many people saw, obviously, the Donnarumma exit and bringing my on Jan. Not many people knew who he was, myself included. I can't say I'm an expert on the French league um, in Ligue 1. So, yeah, he's a champion. He was a champion of Ligue 1. Yes, he's a French into, uh, international. But I didn't really know too much about his abilities, but he put on the Milan jersey and he, uh, he got the – he got you – know, he, he was, he was yeah. you know, lights out. Uh, he, you know, saved us a lot. He kept us in games. He made that save that crucial save that you know you need a, a top goalkeeper to make if you want to make a you know a championship type of run uh he was there uh you know he was he was always there um you know the, the times that he you know he did let in some goals whatever sometimes maybe it's his fault sometimes not but yeah. for the most part he was he was pretty solid between the sticks and i mean what can you, what can you say for uh, for leal i mean he was just uh, on another level he's grown so much as a player I'm seeing. I'm reading the comments too. You know, uh, Tomori, sure. salad, salad maker. I don't know about salad maker we'll keep him on the side. <laughs> <Salcice> but maker. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but uh, Tomori definitely a good shout. I saw that in the in the comments. But uh, for me, it has to go for Manyan and uh, and Leal. Like uh, oh I was saying, Leal just you know MVP of Serie A this season. You know, he comes. Mm-hmm. He came out to play in the in the biggest in the bigger matches. You know, especially in Serie A this season. Down the stretch was huge. Yesterday's game, I mean. It's not every day you're you're getting a player that's bringing you three uh quality assists uh, to win your scudetto in the, in the, on the final sure. match day, you know. So it takes a lot. He's a young player, he has a lot to continue to prove. But uh, for this season, you want to say beast doesn't match, MVP, whatever
1: you want to say, it's uh, it's those two guys for me. Mm-hmm. I like what Arthur says here. Alexis Salamaker <laughs> said our champion will never roll smoothly off the tongue. Correct. That's important. <laughs> uh I'll, I'll, I'll go clockwise uh I'll, I'll go to you cliff uh who's who your beast of the um uh beast of the season for for, for juventus
3: oh it has to be alexandra no i'm just kidding um, <laughs> there have been so <laughs> many bad players i mean there was a lot of players who underperformed this season so i'm gonna give it to our man um who's left us um legend of the club um Keelini, Giorgio Chiellini, I'm gonna give it to him just because whenever he stepped on the pitch, he gave it everything he had. And he was by far always the most passionate player. He would always his head would always bleed. No matter when he stepped on the pitch, he'd always have blood running down his face. He gave his heart and soul to this club. And he's the- head
1: button, people. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened.
3: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but he's he's um just a special player. Um, and we're gonna miss him. So I'm gonna give it honorary to him.
1: All right, Kalini's uh Alex beast of the season for Inter.
4: Oh, it's Ivan Perisic, no question. Oh, um Okay. Cl- clear clear Inter MVP. He was just involved with everything. It seems like most of the dangerous attacks would come from his left side. Uh eight goals, seven assists with Inter. It felt like a lot more than that. Uh, I'll be honest, because he was mm-hmm. always creating dangerous chances and scoring a lot of brilliant goals. So, yeah, yeah there were there were a number of good players on Inter that had very good seasons. I mean, if, just when you say the word beast, it makes yeah. me think of Milan Skriniar. But it's like uh, Inter's best player this year was Ivan Perisic. Brozovic was also very good, but Perisic was just a cut above. And I'm, I'm encouraged by uh, some reports coming out today that he may – he may end up signing a new deal after all, because I really, uh, for for much of the season, I thought it was his swan song, and played so well, I wanted to keep him, and it looks like he will stay.
1: Rafa, I, I'm I'm gonna, I'll give it to you, man. Beast of the season, for Napoli, bro. I think we are gonna, gonna agree go on. on it, so I'm gonna let you do it. I'm pretty sure.
0: Well, really, okay, Ooh. okay. Um, I think we'll agree. Elmas,
1: thank you. Have a nice right night, here. guys. <laughs> <Ciao>. <laughs> just kidding. Just
2: kidding.
0: Just kidding. It's a...
1: He was a beast this season, but go on. Who
0: he, the... he, he was? He was player of the player of the season was Victor Ossiman. Okay, player of the season, beast of the season for me because in keeping in our tradition, we don't really pick the player, the best players per 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 se. We go with who gave it. They're all they're hundred percent. I'm gonna have to. It's tough because I'm gonna have to go with. Mario Rui, number one with wow. DiLorenzo Lorenzo getting a very um very close second. Um, Mario Rui for me was just amazing. I mean he he was he for wow. me he definitely he definitely embodied the never give up, yes. never quit, get stuck in, uh you know, he might not be the best overall all round left back in the league. But he's damn near, cl- he's damn close to it. Um So I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Murray this season.
1: Okay.
3: I know I you want say sambo. I do want say sambo. Oh, sorry. Oh, hold
1: on. Raise your hand. <laughs> no, <that's->
2: sorry. <laughs> <first>. <laughs> does you make a cut, or, uh, or uh, that's uh, not a, that's Malie not Does make out?
3: the cut? Who-
0: so I thought me, you were gonna pick Koulibaly,
1: me. I'll be honest, but I think he was one of the one of the one of the players of the season for, for Napoli that's, that's sure. at the very least. But beast. You know, the thing is always
3: It's really bothering me so much. <laughs> but you guys, the thing is, I'll defer to you guys because you watch Napoli a lot more than me, so I can't really speak upon it. Um, but I thought you were say Zombo. I thought you could say Zombo because he was a baller this year for you. Zombo, Zombo the first was half baller. was amazing, but yeah, it kind of yeah. fell off. He, he, was... he dipped just a bit
0: for a couple of months, maybe a month or mm-hmm. two. Um, so consistent, consistency wise, for me it was mariori Uh, I mean, listen, Kuli Bali, like I said, you know, Aussie men, best player. Kuli is best for me, best center back in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Kuli Bali. Um and yeah. Di Lorenzo is a is a very strong candidate, but again, Mari for me just like really really hammered it home for me. Like I, I I I I just can't I can't get past the job he did at left back, um, where nobody had given him a chance. Uh, you guys, you know, I'm not Came sure if you guys with. are really familiar. Oh, if you're not really familiar with this, but nobody wanted Mario Rui on this team everybody hates Mario Rui back. and now we was lo- Napoli was gonna lose the scudetto because or miss out on Champions League because we didn't have a left back and we had um I wouldn't have traded him in for even teo Hernandez. I think I would have kept him in there mm. um so. There you go. What? I mean, I listen, that's a hot, that's a hot take, hot but take, you know really for take. me, for me, it, it's more than just putting a player on the pitch, it's embodiment of the team, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I, I understand that, that, that,
1: that beast of the season is not the best player, it's it's the it's, right. It's it's, it's 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 a hard worker, it's yeah. the guys that, that you don't see on top the stage. You know? Maybe right, you know, like what He's showing attitude, personality. He's helping. He's helping the team. He's doing the dirty work. That's the beast of the match. So I understand why Rafa. And fair enough. I know you guys obviously Rafa's here all the time, so he gets concept. But that's more or less. That's why I think uh, uh, I, I kind of agree with, with 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 Rafa. But I also like uh, author's take here about De Lorenzo. I thought De Lorenzo was a, was a, for him playing that much, and then when to the see him go down. Um, and then we kind of struggled. I like his, I like
0: his Romani comment too. I like his Romani comment too. To be honest with you, to be honest with you, Napoli's defense, Napoli's defense was really, really good. Really good. Um,
1: yeah, it's certainly coming from our back line, our beast this season. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely.
0: Romani is
3: severely underrated in the league, he's taking big Mm -hmm. steps.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, guys, so R- Rafa, let's let's go into this bit now. We're, we're calling it to we're calling it the uh, the the missing piece. I'd like for you to explain it because you do it a little better than I did, and then we'll end okay. it there, guys. I know. Well, I guess we'll we'll make it quick as quick as possible. We're coming to that that mark. Um, so go ahead, Rafa. Just kind of like break it down for the viewers and 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 for our friends here on the show, and uh, and we'll 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 take it away.
0: OK, so basically what we're doing here is that I want everybody to hear our guests to come up with an, an area of weakness on their team and take that player in that position out of their team and replace that player with one of our players on uh, you know each of our teams here. So, for example, I'm going to be a, a, you know, I'm pretty upset with the right. And in the midfield, so I'm gonna come up with the player I want to take out, and then I'm gonna replace him with either a Milan player, an inter player, or a Juventus player. And for me, that replacement wins us the scudetto. So okay, um, Adriano, oh. <laughs> you are you're a scudetto winner,
2: so um, I <laughs> with, guess uh, I guess eight, nine, with eight players we won it somehow. I don't know <laughs> for, for sure. <laughs> so
0: so I guess what I'm gonna say is because everybody talks about how Milan won the Scudetto and how they do it, and everybody played yeah. well, and this and that. But wh- what were you unhappy with? And yeah. if you hadn't won the Scudetto, who would you have replaced the player with to make sure you would win the Scudetto? Or maybe maybe we can go take him out of, of for next season and put in this player, and you have to pick a Napoli, Inter, or Juve player. This is
2: a great segment, guys. So anybody tuning into this... I don't know if it's going to be a recurring thing down the stretch for next season, but this is a good one. I guys. mean, so why definitely, not? Definitely, right? that why not, right? That we, I might have to... Into the Champions the League. Into, <laughs> you need to take this
0: player into the Champions League with you. They're going into the fire. Yeah. This is, Guys, yeah. everybody listening and watching, this is the Champions League 4. This is an elite group here. You understand? Right. Alex Dono, Inter Milan. Adriano Di campione Campioni d'Italia. You and with, with Cliff Edsmill. Come on! Look at this. Look at this scarf here. We're in the Champions League, guys. So who needs to leave, and who do you have to put in?
2: So, no, this is. I mean, I'm glad Rafa's getting it, guys. they're getting pumped. He's getting excited. I love it, right, guys? So, yeah. um, for me, like similar to to Napoli's uh, this season, and again, if you would say the last season, I think your right hand side was was beautiful. But I'm gonna have to agree. Like for Milan fans, it's been the biggest thing. We haven't had a right wing. We've been calling for a right wing you listen to any milan type of podcast or anybody that speaks milan it's the right wing you know so makers and uh and messias just uh they're not a well somehow they are a scudetto winning. Uh, they are a scudetto players somehow i don't know they're not really champions league players in my opinion but um so i'm going to have to go and again this pains me to go into into Juve's uh roster it just <laughs> yeah. pains me to do so but us go. uh, i'm going to I'm going to have to choose <laughs> Because he's loving it. But if I have to choose, and again, he's an Italian international, so uh, I have to cut him some slack there. It's uh, it's Chiesa for me on the right-hand side. I, I would take him, uh, you know, in a heartbeat on the right-hand side. Um, just, you know, one-on-one, takes on a man, fearless. Now, I just hope that we see this, you know, post this devastating injury. I, I hope we see Chiesa back on top form. But um, for me, it, it, you know, on the right-hand side, up and down, he does the dirty work. He does the, you know, he's in the attack. Uh, 1v1, like I said, he takes on a man like no other. Uh, I think he is a, is a fantastic player. So I would slot him in, you know, easily. And you know what? He played Champions League football before his injury. He came up. He scored some big goals as well for Juve. Um, you know, so it was, uh, you know, encouraging to see him uh, perform on the, on the brightest of stages, uh, you know, outside international football. So, uh, yeah, I would choose Kieza on the right-hand side. For me, then, uh, the next thing was, uh, for, for Milan, it was uh, it was the number 10. Um, you know, Brahim, I like him as a player. Um, you know, I hope he continues. I like that he embodies what it takes to, to put on the Milan shirt. He really plays for the shirt, so I like that. Uh, did he dip? For sure. Would I take Hakan back? Absolutely not. Um, so, I don't know where I'm going with this, guys. If I, I'm going to go... Just one. Uh, I'm going to go... <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to go... To Napoli, and again, I'm I'm like I'm putting my own toes on this. Like Sinatra okay. said, I'm doing it my way. Okay, um, you know I'm going to not this season Zielinski, but last season Zielinski as my number 10. <laughs> okay. because, because this like season Zielinski, guys, you guys know better than me. It wasn't it, right? So yeah, I know he's not maybe your typical number ten that you that you want to see, but he he's a, he's a player that can, you know, go box to box. He can make that final pass. He can score. Uh, we saw you know the double double last season, uh, from him. So, um, those are my two big, you know, main concerns for Milan. I think most Milan fans can probably agree. Well, they agree with the players I choose, that's up for debate, but
4: okay. Um,
2: yeah, I'm going Chiesa on the right, and uh, Fair. last season, uh, Zielinski, uh, in the
1: 10. Yeah, it, feel it, free. I'm sorry, go, go on. on. No, no, no. On. I was gonna say it was a challenge. You know, remember, the challenges? you got to pick from one of these teams. I'm sure there's right. many and players feel- from many teams that you like, exactly. but the challenge
0: is. You gotta keep right, it in the right and feel free guys only to
1: top take, four not the rest of the yeah. present <laughs> yeah, those guys <laughs> I just <kidding>. no, no.
0: <laughs> feel free Roma. guys to, to take to, feel free to take this segment to your podcast your respective shows we might you know, have and to maybe ask I'm your totally maybe ask your it. milanisti yeah. and your your interisti and your juventini mm-hmm. you know do the same thing but you have to yeah. it has to be from the top 4. Yeah. So um uh, for give me, me a sh-
1: give us a shout. But go no, on. For
0: sure. <laughs> give us a plug. Absolutely. Go on. Um, but absolutely. But let's let's go with Alex Dono next. Uh the Alex. champ runners up Coppa Italia winners Champions League once again. Um Alex, do you guys um w- where is your area of need? What do you need to get from one of us?
4: Well, I'm I'm not gonna say taking DiBala from Juventus because I think we're doing that anyway, so I don't, I don't have to say it. Uh, but no, the real they're they're
0: <laughs> there going so- in with DiBala. Watch year. yourself, Dono. Okay, watch listen, yourself.
4: I, I can't banter Adriano because you know he's a champion, and I'm not. At least today, I can banter <laughs> Cliff, right? Yeah, no, you can always be there.
2: You uh, can always banter Juventus with uh Alex Normander. Feel free, please. There. <laughs> <laughs> no, there
4: there, there are so there are some good answers, right? Like uh, you know, I, I would love to have had you know a guy like Olsiman in a strike pairing. Like that that would be a good answer, but I, I think that really the only right answer would be kicking Honda 37 year old Hondanovich to the curb. I just want to make sure, you know, I, I don't hate the guy, I just he's getting long in the tooth. I would kick out Handanovic, and I would take Magic, Mike Maignan. I, I and honestly, if if doing that swap was possible, I think Inter would be Scudetto champions right now. I think he he could have made you know enough of a difference. So I, I think that's the big one for me, Maignan over Handanovic, and I think a, a different side of Milan would be celebrating right now. We, we
1: are not. <laughs> Good take. I'm I'm feeling that. I really like that too. Yeah. I like that. Cliff, Cliff, you're up.
3: Man. So what don't we need? We need like, (laughs) we have so many holes. Um, So obviously we need like a left winger, left back, right back midfielder. But I think the, I said midfielder before the show, but honestly I'm changing my mind. I think Alexandra is so bad. I would give up my arm and leg for Teo Hernandez as our left back to be able to support Mm -hmm. whoever we get as a left winger, because he is so great because he's an attacking left back, but, this season, he's really developed into a better defensive player. The only exception was when he played Chiesa before his injury. Chiesa had his way with him. But other than that, Teo was really good defensively this year. Um, he made really big improvements. So I would take him in a heartbeat over Alexandra, who, as we know, is easily the worst left back in this league. Makes me want to cry my eyes out every time I see him play. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would go left back and I would say, no, 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 not Mario Ruiz, Vincenzo. Not no. Harry- I I will.
1: you sure, Cliff? Not. I Harry.
3: am sure. As as long as I'm living, I will not have Mario Ruby as my left back at Juventus. Are you I'm locking in your have... answer,
2: Cliff? Are you locking it in? Your answer. Is, it, is I'm locked
3: lock, in, sir? Locked this in. is my final answer. Teo Hernandez. <laughs> lock it in. Dun, 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 dun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Rafa for Napoli. Who's your boy, man?
0: Okay. Um. So I. I'm going to go, no, no, I I, I know. (laughs) Listen, I've got a lot of pressure on my shoulders right now. I'm going to go ahead and piggyback my Zielinski, um, um, take, uh, Mertens plays in that position as well. But, but the thing about Mertens is he was able to play a little bit more than he did after Napoli were out of Europe. So when Napoli are not playing two matches a week, uh, you know, midweek matches, um, um, Mertens, for me, is still good enough to start on Napoli and produce. But the reality is we're going to be in the Champions League. So if you ask me this season, we what would have gotten us to a Scudetto or next season what we need from the top four, it would be Marcelo Brozovic from Inter. I would take Brozovic and put him in that spot and have him and Mertens rotate um, uh, every other game, every two games or what have you. And, um, uh, with the team that we're supposed to have now, we can keep Chucky Lozano to play on the left. We could keep, and that's his natural position. Let's, you know, and plus let's, let's all, let's all remember everybody's going to have a relatively easy summer. It's going to be the first really easy summer in a long time. Um, Players are going to be able to rest. You rest up Lozano and put him on the left. Plus, we have ZZ coming in from uh, from Russia, the Georgian Messi. Uh, we'll see how he develops, but Napoli usually scout great. Um, Napoli are going to have Politano. Let's say they don't sell Politano. They'll have Politano playing on the right. Um, and without competition for his spot, I think Politano could really do well. If you were to put Lozano, Politano, Ossiman, and then Brozovic feeding Ossiman, because we know Spalletti, for some reason this year couldn't really play down the flanks, and he was very centralized. So with Zielinski being poor, have needing Fabian to come up from being his defensive in the double pivot, to have and he did well, but but the focus uh, needs to be on somebody who can feed Osimhen the ball in the center. Because it's not really happening the way it should be. So Brozovic for me, I thought he had a great season for Inter, and I was between Brozovic and Hakan because Hakan was really a revelation for Inter. If you ask me, I think he played very, very well. But I'll go with Brozovic because he had. An- That's an- the better choice. Yeah, Brozovic, an- the better choice. Yeah, Paolo Dybala. Well, of course, Paulo Dybala. But you know what? I- I'll tell you why I didn't. I chose. Not- I didn't choose Dybala because. Dybala, for me is a little too injury prone. I love him. I'd ra- I'd love to have him on the pitch, but if he's going to get hurt and miss a few months, why? What's the point?
3: Yeah, that's fair. That's definitely a fair point.
4: And that's my life now because I'm expecting that. That you know, <laughs> yeah. Dybala know, apparently
0: know is coming, He will give, her give her you own.
3: some beautiful moments, though. He'll he will. You some, he uh,
0: will. And he's easily my favorite Juventus player. Um, and have been for a while but he's also high on the wages and we know Dilav- yeah lot yeah. just doesn't really like that so yeah. uh yeah yeah there you go so bros for me and and we're in I like this guys
1: I, i'm i'm gonna thank you there's a little closing music guys i'm gonna go with the chat here because vincenzo completely stole my answer uh, so I'm going to go with him, and I'll, I'll put it up. As a Napoli fan, I would genuinely swap Petagna with Ibra, and we win the league. I'm yeah, with it right you right now. Yeah, you know
0: what? You're not wrong. You're not yeah. wrong, Rob. you got to go. I
1: like Ibra. I was going to say he this. Said spring, he said he did.
0: He said he yeah, did. Vin, Vin, yeah, Vinny, Vinny, great great shout. Uh, yeah. I got to say something, man. Ibrahimovic missing out on, like, the reports are, if they're true, and he was going to sign for Napoli if Ancelotti had stayed, we might be talking about a different tune here. We might yeah. have been talking about two straight Napoli scudetto. You know what I mean? Uh they're, they're, that guy brings just an incredible charisma to any locker room. And that speech that he gave to his Milan like teammates at the end. It's chilling, you know. Chilling. It's it's mm-hmm. chilling Maybe. for me, not a Milan fan. You know what I mean? The way he flipped that table and said Italia and e Milan, you know, like it just—it was very inspiring, and and I I am very happy for my Milan friends. I, I have to say that I'm very happy. I'm very happy that Inter got to win a cup for my Interisti friends, and I'm also very happy to be finished over Juventus. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy for
1: your friendship, Cliff. Thank you. <laughs> but I gotta say, I do have to
0: say the, the, the strongest four teams in Italy right now are in the Champions League. And and I really, really hope, you know, I, 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 I'll probably get killed for publicly, you know, rooting for Juventus in the Champions League. But I and, and I'm not necessarily rooting for Juventus, but I am rooting for strong Italian presence, presence in the sir. Champions League this sir, season. Yeah. We mm-hmm. have to have we have to have it. And and I really I hope do, that man. we can all represent.
3: I do. Yes, sir
1: all right guys all right big shout out to the chat man thank you for sticking around man we had such a good time and big thanks to you guys uh diano from the cacho guys we got alex dono uh from the cacho connection of course cliff from the uh, all uva cast man sir i had we had a great time here today on the on the monopoly rant and you know again it's what it's all about kind of coming together talking uh we appreciate everything uh, uh that you guys do and we certainly uh Super happy for you to be here with us today. Rafa, great show as always, man. Thank you, sir. Uh, Had a real good time. We hope you did too. Uh, But that is all the time we have for tonight, guys. Until then, Forza Serie a. All right, I'll switch it up today. I'll switch <laughs> it up. Forza Serie a. Let's <laughs> hope for it's another seria. good. Forza Milan. By forza
2: Milan. Forza I'm, Milan. Forza you. I can't hear you.
1: The connection.
2: I, I,
4: can't, <laughs> I can't hear Adriano. I can't hear anything. I'm going to put the music
0: louder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay.
4: All
1: right, guys. Thank you again. We're out of here. Until then, we'll see you next time, guys. Ciao, ciao, ciao. ciao. ciao.